Coming up on today's show, we have some news and rumors, and for Disney is to open or not to open. This is coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. That is the question. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Traveling with the Mouse. This is episode number 273. I am going to be your host for this episode. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Adam. What's up, everybody? I don't know why I felt the need to go up with your name, Adam. <laughs> is that a question? And Jason. Hey, reminder, everyone, the pandemic is still happening. Wait, there's a pandemic going on? Yes, uh, COVID-19 is still a thing. Never heard of it. I feel well, it's, yeah, it's, I can see I'm talking to COVID-19 right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's growing um, and Spiking. spreading. Yeah. Not good. But, you know, let's all go back to a theme park, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. And I, apparently it's a popular thing, though, in Disney World, because I think what I just saw, was it today, that Animal Kingdom's tickets were sold out for the time being? So For a certain day, I think, yeah. Yeah, have first for a certain sellout, day. I think Hollywood, day. Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, I think, were the first two to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it wasn't Epcot. <laughs> I mean. Right. So I actually have a reservation, but who knows if I'll actually get to go or not. Or if Jason will uh, disown me if I do go. I was going to say, he's going to shame <laughs> you into. <laughs> yes, into staying home. Yes. Well, I'll just yeah. tell you this much. If you do go, you will need to go into a 14-day quarantine before I'll, I'll see you. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to say, yes. you're not going to be on the show for two weeks. That's how serious <laughs> it will be. I'll have to, yeah. I can't even be connected to you over the internet for two weeks. You never know. COVID-19 is a virus, and viruses spread on computers as well. Yes. So. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. They spread digitally. So I'll talk at least about how I did the reservations. That may be as far as I ever get to go with it, but I thought it was pretty easy to get the Except for the whole, like, being on the phone for two hours? <laughs> that was on Saturday because... So long story short, I had a hotel reservations at a Disney Springs resort that I made on the Friday that they made the announcements, and it takes up to 72 hours to link it to your account. And I was on the phone with Disney on Saturday, so I couldn't link it. And they informed me that some person at the hotel, not Disney, has to manually do it. And that's why it takes up to 72 hours that before it becomes linkable on my Disney experience. Someone, someone at the hotel has to manually do it. Hmm. That's what she said on the phone. Like Monday at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, all of a sudden, because I tried all day, I was like linking all day and it would not work and then finally at two o'clock it just magically worked and so went up and grabbed all these reservations and apparently hollywood studios sold out or booked up like half an hour after i grabbed it so well at least you have it in your back pocket at the moment yeah it actually feels good i'm not gonna lie just to have something booked at disney it just feels feels natural whether I get to go or not, it's not looking good at this point. Well, you were. It's looking like Disney will probably cancel the wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. Well, see, I, I got I got an email today on my like a status on my cruise that I currently have booked 
for the first well it start it was supposed it's supposed to as of right now set sail on November 30th of this year which I was still you know whenever this all first started I was thinking yeah things will be pretty much back to normal by then yeah, I'm not quite so sure anymore right we'll see and then my job happened to say something about stuff not too long ago saying you had to quarantine yourself for two weeks afterwards so that would be three week vacation that I don't know that I could do right a forced yeah, vac- three week vacation much. right now so yeah, yeah I, but I did the email in the email that I got today you know they basically give some an opening spiel you know about challenging times and so on and so forth but it says to give you more peace of mind, there are Disney Cruise Line is launching a temporary cruise date flexibility option, allowing guests the option to change their sale date up to 15 days prior to their cruise. This means that for any new or existing cruises booked prior to August 31st, 2020 for sailings through March 31st, 2021, you can change your sale date all the way up to 15 days before departure. So Mm. I haven't decided if we're going to do that yet. It might be a good idea. Sailings are currently available through the summer of 2021, it says. So I guess Mm -hmm. my thinking is, could I change first week in December cruise, which is much cheaper than a summer (laughs) cruise. I wonder if I could get a summer cruise for the same price as the first week in December cruise, if I were to use that option. I haven't called them. Or would you have to pay yeah, the difference? I haven't called them yet. I just want to see what they would say pretty much. But yeah, I'm, since they're giving me that option, it's, I may wait even longer just to see how things go because they're giving me up to two weeks prior before sailing to, to do this, to change it. So at yeah. least they're, they're doing that. So that's, that's good. They're, they're letting you wait till just about last minute to make any changes. So yeah, it's nice to know, to see that in writing <laughs> makes you feel better. Right. Well, it seems like any time Disney releases something like that, that gives you new options, you know, jams the phone lines immediately. Yeah. So you might want to wait a few days anyway. Well, especially since that. it's, yeah, since it's so far off. Right. But there are, yeah, you still have and time. there, I think they did that to try and see what the interest is as far as the cruising goes, because it said new sailings as well, as long as you do it before August 31st. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of two hours, too, I, I will mention this. On Monday morning when the reservation system went live at 7 a.m. Eastern, I got on there and logged in, and you know a lot of people were complaining about how long it took and that kind of thing. It took me about two hours to get through their holding system where they would hold you on a different screen and... <laughs> The timer at one point was like 15 minutes and then it would count down and then it would get down to like 12 minutes and then it would go back to 15 minutes and it would count down. It'd get down to like 8 minutes and it would go back to 15 minutes. So it did that several times. And then there was other screens where it just didn't tell you anything. And it was like Space Mountain or something. And it was like, we're about to take off. And it was on that screen for like an hour. And then eventually it just showed up and it was there. So... I really hate Disney's system or way of doing things when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah. I would like to try to blame it on yeah. the fact that they're, you know, so just so busy or they have so much at one time, which does factor in, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, they had issues with their online system back when nobody was going. I mean, I remember this. Like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. It was crap. Mm. <laughs> it, it was horrible even right. then. 
And there was not near the amount of people yeah. going then as is now. And nowhere close. I mean, I will say, though, given the time frame they had to put this together and put it out, it did work pretty well. Like, once I got really? in, yeah, it was very smooth at picking the park and picking the day and the calendar showed up. Of course, at first, when I got in, I still hadn't linked my resort at that point. So I couldn't book anything because it would show nothing available based on the ticket I had, the annual pass, because they still aren't able to book as of our recording of this. If you don't have a hotel reservation linked, you still can't pick a day yet. So I don't know. Let's discuss who is, what's the reason? I mean, obviously we have two parks already sold out for the first, is that the first day, right? Yeah. First couple of days for Hollywood studios, I think. So as of, and when we say sold out, we don't know what number that is because they aren't giving a specific right. number. Uh, other than yeah, it's supposed know. to be, from my understanding, roughly 25% capacity. I don't know how true yeah. that is. We'll see. Yeah. In that vicinity, probably. Yeah. yeah somebody's going to be there and somebody's going to have it live, I'm sure, the moment they open. Right. I feel like Resort TV 1 will be in, in the building <laughs> or in yes. presence. So among right. some others that probably won't be live, but there'll probably be several vloggers that will be on right. hand. Uh, for the openings because they need the money too <laughs> that will get them some views right just the nature of the business sure. yeah but who like obviously we we had questioned back whenever this all started like what kind of interest is they're going to be in disney to start with and all this good stuff and it looks like there's people that are just like super eager to get back for various different reasons mm-hmm. some would be hardcore fans like our present company would be included (laughs) in that, right? Yeah. I feel like some really, and we've talked about this, I know in other episodes, really believe that they are going to be taking advantage of some sort of low wait time, low crowd level deal. And I think they're going to be in for a little bit of a surprise, especially if the wait time part. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think think Hollywood Studios sold out for the first few days because people heard that Rise of the Resistance would not be boarding groups and all that stuff so like ooh, low crowds and just stand by for rise we'll just jump right in line and we'll you know it'll be super easy and fast just jump right in line and ignore those things on the floor that say stay six feet apart (laughs) right just Just, close to the front as we possibly can how far is that line gonna go you think yeah to the entrance (laughs) along (laughs) well that's what i was thinking is hollywood studios is gonna be great because i've done rise already twice so i'm good so let everybody else stand in line for that and i'll get to do runaway railway and uh, slinky dog and all these other things without a wait yeah but i feel like runaway railway will have its base of people that haven't done that one yet too but you know that's the hope right is that everyone's gonna go to rise and leave everything else for lower crowds but yeah, you kind of think back, Runaway Railway was only open for, what, maybe 10 or 12 days before <laughs> everything right. had to shut down, something like that. So very few people have actually gotten to do that one. I've actually considered the possibility of, and I, because I saw a friend that did this, if I were to go at any point at all this year, it would probably be just a resort stay maybe. And I was thinking it would be the perfect yeah. time to take advantage of doing Animal Kingdom Lodge, Savannah View. Because you can actually spend time there. Um, yeah, right. I think it would be really soak it in, right? Yeah. If you were going to do it, because 
I saw someone that they they did I, they had the same thinking with this. I'm like, look, this is the perfect time to book a Savannah View because we can actually enjoy the Savannah View because they're there right now. They're DVC. I can I understand right. that thinking completely. The only because the only thing you can go to right now is Disney Springs. But yeah, right. it yeah. made perfect sense. Or other hotels, right? <laughs> or other hotels. Yeah. yeah, which a lot of people are heading over to Contemporary just so they could see the castle or you know get close to the magic kingdom right they or uh, the boardwalk yeah. as we saw today you know trying to get a glimpse of Epcot. yeah i mean going a little bit on what we talked about we mentioned it somewhat last week about the resorts thinking of one that's just really good to go to for just staying at the resort i think animal kingdom lodge is probably at the very top of that list i mean as far as stuff to do and yeah yeah there's a lot to do and see there yeah that's for sure What's another? I mean, what would be the other or another one you could think of that would have more resort stuff? I mean, Polynesian comes to mind because I would like. There's a lot of stuff there to me, but I mean, is it any different? Wilderness Lodge, maybe. Yeah, maybe Wilderness Lodge. Boardwalk has the like the bikes and stuff, like the the bicycle built for four, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Is that open? I don't know. It might be. I don't think the bike rentals are open yet. I no. didn't see that. I mean, I don't understand why it wouldn't be. I mean, you. You know, it's not like you're going to ride with strangers on that. Well, you'd have to, it's the cleaning of it. You'd have to wipe it down after every use or whatever. Well, I mean, come on. Even when there's like a thousand people there, it's not like every bike's rented. <laughs> they would have yeah. time to do it. They're not, they're not super popular, but <laughs> yeah, but still. And plus some of those hills are actually really hard <laughs> to, yeah. uh, to well, manage as we found out. Yeah. We took about what? Three laps on that thing <laughs> that time. Yeah. <laughs> And going up around where Swan Dolphin is is probably the steepest. Yeah, you really want to get tough. some momentum going. Yeah. Head to that bridge. <laughs> yeah. I feel like ours had like a flat tire at some point too, didn't it? Or kind of one of the f- like four tires were kind of flat. No, I, I, I think it was participation. <laughs> That's true. It's just me and you trying to do it versus <laughs> the other two in our party. But anyway. 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 Right. That's water under the bridge i was watching boardwalk. i was watching some video from that trip actually when i was trying to go through some clips on uh i'm on my i memories account if you've ever heard oh, of that cool uh not a sponsor not a sponsor no <laughs> but they could be yeah right <laughs> i mean they've been on national television already and everything so you know why not be on traveling yeah. with the mouse the podcast be a sponsor for that sure that's the next logical step Right. All right. Oh, since you mentioned DVC, I wanted to bring up that they're selling direct again. And so, of course, they're offering all sorts of deals. I can imagine. Um, So here's what the current deals are. If you buy for new new DVC people, if you buy between 150 to 199 points, you can save anywhere from $2,250 to $2,985. If you decide to go for 200 to 299 points, you'll save anywhere from 5,000 to 7,475 dollars. And if you decide to go big and go 300 to 499 points, you can get anywhere from 9,000 to 14,970 dollars off. But how much are you actually spending? <laughs> yeah. So let's see here. If you wanted to buy 300 vacation points, yeah. they are cost 195 a piece. So that's fifty-eight thousand five hundred. They take nine thousand off. That'd be forty-nine thousand five hundred for three hundred vacation points. Plus, you got to pay the fees every year. Right. No problem. No problem. Just take Just out a second mortgage. Write the check. 
That is a, actually a mortgage. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you yeah, it's <laughs> ten year, right? However, hmm. well, I could say right now I could probably save money by paying for it by like taking out a HELOC or something. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But I'm curious if they're going to make any sales right now. I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons they reopened DVC first is because people have like a contract that says they should be able to access these properties. Right. So they're letting them do it. So how does this, the current deals stack up to what they were offering when you were, when you were that member for two perspective buyer. So there's so many different, um, variables cause the base price was lower. Uh, huh. yeah. And now the base price is higher. But I do know before the pandemic, they raised the base price, but then increased the deals. Interesting. They play these little games where they raise the price and then increase. So it looks like you're saving more money. Right. But you're not. Because you're paying more per point. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So Jason, are you going to jump back on the DVC bandwagon? Uh, No, I'm not (laughs) ready to sign up for... uh, yeah. I think this is this has shown the risk of signing up for a fifty year commitment. Right. There's uh pandemics. If if you're really thinking about a fifty year commitment, not to be again the perennial Debbie Downer, but <laughs> those maintenance fees are only gonna go up as climate change continues to have an effect uh, right. on Florida and all that area. So I'm imagining a lot more maintenance is gonna be happening before the 50-year period is up. And that's kind of a typical trend anyway, right? The maintenance fees have probably gone up anyway over time. They do go up, and they go up quite a bit, actually. If you do the math out, let's say you bought into Riviera right now, and you held it for 50 years, your upfront cost, the price per point, is negligible compared to the amount that you're going to pay over the life of that thing. Yeah. Because the, the maintenance fees add up fast. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's only $9 a point or whatever it is per year. So you have 200 points. That's 1800 bucks a year. And you say, oh, well, okay, over the life of the loan, that's that's $50,000. But if they go over or 50 or you know, $60,000, but if they go up you know, 5 to 7% a year, well, yeah. compounding interest. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I've considered it a couple of times in the past, but you know, I always think of the the how I would be committed and I kind of don't want to be that committed I mean even the annual pass commits you to some degree more than you may would have if you didn't have it so uh, yeah you know I'll be like whoa hold on there I'm not ready for that type of commitment (laughs) I mean (laughs) right pre-pandemic though I thought the annual pass was still worth it except earlier this year they raised the price like of two days before I was about to renew. So I was very annoyed yeah. about that um, because they always renew right before I, I mean, they raise the price right before I renew. Well, so. But, but why are you upset? They're going to send you a magnet. Oh yeah. I forgot. That's going to make up for everything. <laughs> the magnet is going to be worth it. One per household. But however, I did once join the Columbia record club. So I am familiar <laughs> yeah. with long-term commitments. So, right. I want to quit the gym. Yeah, I joined. I, I, I've never signed up for one of those. Uh, <laughs> I think it's one of those mailing wine clubs or whatever, where you get mailed wine yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that signed up for one of those services, and they have tried to quit, and it's just like impossible. I think at one point 
they were able to unsubscribe, but the company still sent them wine. Oh, well. <laughs> and charged them, I'm sure. You gotta cancel your credit cards just to... <laughs> yeah, like, I have, I have so much wine in my house, I don't know what to do See, with it. See, I can't it. even imagine that stuff nowadays because... I'll help you with that. Back when I actually did do the Columbia thing, that was when I still had to pay by sending them a check. So, you know, <laughs> you had to write eventually you just stop paying them and they get the hint. They stop sending you, <laughs> they stop sending you records. They stop sending you CDs. Wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. I thought you were joking when you said that. No. What you actually did do that? No, I did. Uh, I did do that one time. Are you? Are they still sending you CDs today? No, that's what I'm saying. I did do that one time, in like late '80s. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, late '90s. I said late '80s. Late, late I'm 90s. gonna say late '80s. <laughs> they send you laser discs or yeah, cassette tapes in the late '80s. Are you a time traveler? <laughs> I'm gonna say late '80s. I was like ten. Nice. Yeah, it was like you really started young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had it. Had my checkbook right. out. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering yeah. what you meant by that. I meant late 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, I almost rented DVC points for July 4th weekend just to go. Because I saw a couple, like, um, it was like a Riviera. And what else? It was another one that I was considering. But I yeah, just obviously didn't do it. So it's probably not a wise idea right now. If you had rented points and it gets canceled, like, yeah, how does that work for getting your money back? See, that's why I didn't do it because I have no idea. I'm like, Ooh. I don't think they'll cancel something like that, but maybe they would. So yeah, I didn't do it because this is probably a bad time to try renting points. Well, right now. you'd have more availability. <laughs> yeah, it might be a good time to be renting out your points because. The yeah. DVC resorts are all that's open, and right. you had to have basically had something booked to yeah. get in. Yeah. And so just buying it off of people who had stuff booked. You know, I was just thinking when we were talking about, and I mentioned the word check, um, I saw, I forgot how, how while back when I was going through some stuff over at Mom's house, but anyway, I came across, like, I guess one of the original, like, documents or pieces of paper that I have with my very first checking account, and... On it, uh-huh. it says something about like a savings account offer, and their interest rate was five percent <laughs> on the savings account. <laughs> Which, <Wow>. yeah, <laughs> try getting that nowadays. Oh my! By the way, for your trip, John, I was just looking at what's available for rent here: Kadani Village, Savannah View, July twentieth through the twenty fifth, uh, Studio Savannah View. Oh, so those are last-minute ones you're looking at. Yep, so if you wanted to get this is to rent this reservation off of somebody, what do you want to guess that would go for? July 20th through the 25th, Studio Savannah View at Kadani. Uh, about 3000 $1,862. Good Lord. That's it? Yeah. Was that a value view? No, Studio Savannah View. Huh. So there you go. Hmm. There you can go get your, your, your trip you wanted for $1,800. Hmm. Wow. Go do it. Of course, the parks may be open by then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, I mean, this is only two nights. July 28th through the 30th at Jumbo House, a two-bedroom with Club Kilimanjaro. Oh. What do you want to think? Two nights with a two-bedroom Club Kilimanjaro well, is July $2,000. Wow. Sleeps nine. Wow. Not bad at all. You can so, actually yeah. social distance in a room that sleeps nine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, 
I guess getting to some of the news, I was gonna. There is a passholder preview, the ninth and tenth. Assuming that none of, none of all this doesn't get canceled or delayed or pushed back because of the other story, the big story, I guess that we have to talk about. But I was hoping it would be the July Fourth weekend, but it, of course that was wishful thinking. So it's two days before the official open. The only option that you have is Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. And so that's why I opted out of that choice. I, I thought about trying the Passholder preview, but I didn't really... I'd rather go to Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Magic Kingdom. So I went ahead and booked for the following week when all four parks are open... Again, assuming that it's even plausible to go at this point, but we'll see. Do you need me to start reading off? Uh, case no, I don't. Don't you? talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you have like two weeks for things to change, right? Yeah, two weeks for things to improve and so, so much. <laughs> it's going in the right direction. You never know. Plus a, a major holiday weekend where I'm sure no one's going to be going to Florida that weekend. Uh, you know. July 4th weekend. Never. I don't think anybody would go to the beaches, right, on July 4th weekend? Mm, I won't. <laughs> you know, you're only an hour away from whichever side in, in Central Florida. Yeah, there's you're not too far from a beach no matter where you are in Florida. Say so you so. can go about an hour to the east and find a beach. You can go about an hour to the west and find a beach. Yeah, pretty much. It's one of the beauties pretty of the much. area. Yeah, not during a pandemic, yeah. but normally. If I was to give you a description of the uh, case counts in Florida, it would be uh, the term exponential growth. Yeah. Oh, I've I've seen the chart, and uh, yeah, I think today, as we're recording this, was their highest ever. Was it? Don't ever look at a single day because of reporting issues. Look over like a week period. So if we yeah. look at over a week period, this past week is the highest increase they have seen ever. Right. Since it began. Since it began, by a long shot. The cases per 100,000 population peaked prior in Florida on April 8th at 37.8 cases per 100,000 in a week. As of this recording, the week prior to this, it was 108.8 cases per 100,000 in the previous week. So three times as many cases. Now, I'll just go ahead and say a lot more testing being done which means that just because back in April 8th it's 37.8, that doesn't mean that that was how many people had coronavirus back then because right. we weren't testing enough people. Right. And But it also, we're still not testing where we should be in order to catch all the cases that we would want to. So even 108.8 does not mean that that is everybody that has it. Right. Good point. I did tweet out today basically saying COVID-19 is still a thing, and it did not really engage the Twitter audience, the Diz Twitter audience very well. I got a few likes, but I think most people just don't want to hear it. Well, they only want to hear the yeah. good news. They want to hear that it's okay for me to go back to Disney World. Right. But, you know, the uh, truthfully, the odds that something bad's going to happen to you are not very good. But you could potentially be carrying it afterwards. So you just never know. Yeah, the United States strategy to date has been to ignore it and hope it goes away. But turns out science doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> the good news Profound. for Florida is that their percent positive rate on testing is only 6%, which is good. They're not too bad on their percent positive rate on testing, so that's pretty good. Yeah. But it is spiking in a lot of the country. 
and California is a bit concerned. So they're having a little more restrictions. Well, I guess we should mention that because Disneyland, California, right? Anybody want to? That's where we're heading. Take that story. That's sort of what I was hinting at. Disneyland yeah. is no longer opening on July seventeenth. It has been delayed, as far as I know, indefinitely until they figure out a new date. So yeah. it will not be open on its sixty-fifth anniversary. Right. So, as much as they tried to get that date, it doesn't look like it will happen. Well, it definitely won't happen now. So, yet another point for coronavirus. It seems like Florida currently, as we're recording this yet again, is not going to stand in the way of Disney World open reopening. But it's going to be up to Disney, and we'll see. You know, Disney typically tries to do the right thing by, you know, putting safety first. But I can't imagine. I, I imagine they're definitely looking at this very closely and deciding well, what to do. I think one of the things they'll be looking at is, all right, what more specifically is it that has led to the increase, right? Because if they can open with measures and them not be contributing to it, then maybe that's still going to go through. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Right. Like, how can they find out? Like, are they questioning people? Like, have you recently been to SeaWorld, Universal, all this other good stuff? I mean, mean, unless you're asking those questions, I guess you're really not going to know what specifically is uh, contributing to the spike. Yeah. So Some questions are asked of folks if they can be, and you do try to do contact tracing as much as you can. But I, I wanted to point out that, let's read a little bit about what it says on My Disney Experience. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death. According to Center for Disease Control and Protection, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlying medical conditions are especially vulnerable. By visiting Walt Disney World, you voluntarily assume risks related to exposure to COVID-19. We know that is, I mean, it's a a good thing, but it's also mostly that they're covering their legal behinds. um, (laughs) Liability. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what all of this is. All of it is, is is they are trying to do, say they've right. done everything they can choice to give people the tools to social distance. Right. And it's your fault that and you got Someone it will still try to sue them. <laughs> right. Just wait. Of course, probably some idiot. But it also sounds like similar to other gondola systems. Oh. <laughs> COVID-19. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I really miss the Skyliner. I really do. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I miss. Yeah. I think Jason agrees with me. <laughs> I miss the Skyliner too. I do. I really do miss the Skyliner. I miss it all. It's a great ride. Mode of transportation. (laughs) What is the over under if I actually do get to go, or the next time, whenever we do go, when we drive onto property, that I just burst into tears? I'm gonna give it a hundred (laughs) percent. It depends on the time. It depends on the time of month. Start weeping. (laughs) For me, okay. All right. I mean, I also anticipate you're going to be cutting up some onions as you're driving on the property, too. <laughs> of course. It's like my eyes are sweaty with respect. Just so I can get the Instagram shot. I hate goodbyes. Exactly. Get on the gram. <laughs> going to go. But, you know, one door shuts and another door opens. Uh, Disneyland Paris has announced a reopening date. Yeah. 
So did you see that? It's going to start reopening some of their stuff in July 15th. Yeah. Yeah, the hotel and the Disney Village is open. Yeah. Paris is doing better. We can't go visit, though, because the EU has banned visitors from the United States because we have failed to uh, get our (laughs) pandemic under control. Um, Because, like I said, ignoring it does not make it go away. Right. Is that official yet? And probably by the time this comes out, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been official. It's been made official. Okay. The other things that have happened is, you know, California, I think, is now mandating masks in public in North Carolina. Because turns out just telling people that wearing masks is good for saving people's grandmas is not enough. And you have to literally mandate that people do the right thing in order for them to do the right thing. Sounds about wear the masks. Just wear the masks. And while we're talking about travel bans, if you're trying to go to New York, Connecticut, or New Jersey, there's also that quarantine that they've put in place. That if you go there, you have to quarantine for 14 days before you can do anything. Everybody was worried that you were going to have to quarantine if you went to Disney World coming from those states. Now those states have it under control (laughs) and nobody wants. Exactly. It's like like you need a quarantine when you go to Florida so that you don't catch it from the people in Florida. Pretty much. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of waited out a little bit longer, but I don't know that if I, I don't know that I like the idea of going on a cruise come December, <laughs> I, and especially if it's going to be with certain restrictions uh, on top of that. So I mean, it's you might as well just say it's all. I'm all but going to cancel, but I'm still going to wait it out just a little while longer to see what how this plays out. I'm sure Disney's cash flow thanks you, right? Well, I mean, I'm not paying them any more than than's already on the books. Yeah, but if you cancel, they have to pay you back. Right. Well, right now it's really not that much. They'd have to pay me back. Technically, I probably wouldn't cancel. I would probably take advantage of what they were saying about booking in the future, booking next year. Oh, by the way, I, I have to bring up my perennial story. I know we're going to get to the color of the castle shortly, Adam. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's coming. Yeah. The NBA is... Of course, coming to Walt Disney World. It's been confirmed that the NBA will occupy the three resorts and no other guests will be allowed at those resorts while the NBA is there. So Grand Floridian, Yacht Club, and Grand Destino Tower are all going to be closed to the public. So that means there won't be any, I guess, Dahlia Lounge or there won't be anything like that Barcelona Lounge, Toledo. None of that's going to be accessible. Jason, you were thinking about going until that, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, why would I go if the best hotel is not open? Right. LeBron's going to be hanging out at the Dahlia Lounge. Yeah, I'll be able to say next time I go to the Grandestino. I wonder if this is the room LeBron <laughs> stayed in. Oh, we cool. left his mark. Well, yeah. You know, whenever, whoever wins the NBA championship, are they going to show pictures of them partying at the Grandestino afterwards? Assuming that's where they're staying. Probably. And the uh, so the other thing that I was curious about though is is how are they going to keep guests out? And one of the things that they've also released about the NBA is that all of the folks that are going to be there with the NBA, including the players, are going to have to wear magic bands. And this is going to this is going to allow them to check in for their coronavirus testing and medical screening. It's going to do the access control software probably to get into the resorts and the different locations, you know, into wild world of sports. It can use for contact tracing, and I'm assuming they're going to use the long-range ARFID scanners to track where the folks are. 
I would assume. Make sure they're not straying off property to catch coronavirus somewhere. So they are going to have to wear magic bands. I wonder which one LeBron's going to get. Hmm, hopefully they'll give him a specialty one. Yeah, is he going to get a solid color, or what do you think he's going to go with? Color Wren. Right. I was just thinking, you know, the magic bands, we had talked about the possibility of them saying that they wouldn't have them. There was some story that said that. I don't know if we mentioned it on the show or not. Oh, they're going to stop giving out free magic bands in January. Right, right. Yeah. You're going to have to just use So no phone. free ones. That's that's more of a cost thing than anything else. Yeah. No more freebies. Right. <laughs> Although they should consider actually just distributing magic bands only and include like a almost like a little shock for when like if people get too close to one another that it would actually like zap them so they know that they're not social distancing yeah but the magic bands are completely (laughs) passive they don't have any um, transmit capability Uh, it's just like i said new magic bands (laughs) yeah they spent a lot of money on that that's uh just an rfid long range rfid uh, so they have a little chip in them, and then they have the long-range scanners for them. And then, of course, Obviously, the something about making a band is uh, more expensive than making a card. So, <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. Makes sense. Because they both have the same capabilities. This is what I was getting at. So, right. I mean, I don't... Something about the band part is more expensive, I guess. Or they have yeah. an extra supply of cards. Yeah. They probably had them all stashed in the back <laughs> from, from when they... From before. Yeah. I was going to say they do have 30 different magic bands available right now. So So it would still work if you already had your own, though, right? They're just not distributing new ones. They're going to sell them. You just don't get one. Right. They're not going to distribute them for free, like you said. But, like, the ones you already have would work as long assuming they still have power. Or I don't know how long those things actually last before they're no longer any good. Oh, there's there's no power needed. It's a completely passive. Well, there is. Some, I mean, not power. It's there's something about them that doesn't last forever. I can't explain what it is. Like they eventually don't work anymore. I can't explain it. I remember them telling me something about that, but that may have been the Magic Band one. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a different. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a Gen one that there was something to it. Yeah. But I don't know. So any Magic Band I have now should work. Should still work. Yes. In theory. All right, so back to the castle update. Yeah, what's happening at the castle? Are they painting it? Yeah, this is our weekly castle painting update (laughs) segment. That's another thing I looked at on video was the 25th anniversary. How long did it take them to paint that one, I wonder? When When did they start versus when it got finished? Well, it was so obviously a complicated project with everything they did to it, so... It was probably overnight. Right. <laughs> right. The rest of it was inflated. Yeah. Inflatable <laughs> I mean, candles and stuff. Yeah. Other than the pink coating on the face, the front side, that was about yeah. it. So there's a lot of new photos or within the last few days of photos. It's definitely looks close to being done. At least the top portion is all completed it looks like and they're adding the gold and everything so i would say it's pretty close to being completed and if you follow bio reconstruct on twitter which everyone should be by now if you're a disney fan he posted a ton of pictures from about three days ago as we're recording this but earlier in the week put that way and the interesting one to me was looking at ratatouille 
Have you guys seen the pictures he did uh, around the Ratatouille area? It looks pretty darn complete outside. Like when we when we were riding the Skyliner like March first, it was there was a lot of work to be done on the outside, and now that they have resumed construction over the last several weeks, they this looks pretty much done from the outside. Very little scaffolding is left. There's a little bit on that back building. So there's a couple of things of scaffolding, but otherwise the queue line, the extended outdoor queue is done. There's the whole the pavement and everything is all set. There's a fountain that looks pretty close to being done. It's just not full of water yet. The buildings are completed around it. The where I guess the crepes are going to be sold. <laughs> that looks done. Everything looks pretty close to being complete. And you're going to be able to see the Eiffel Tower on the roof from that area. The Skyliner, yeah. I know, it looks pretty bad, doesn't it? I don't know why. I mean, in the concept art, it looks like they were going to move that, but does not appear that they're going to anymore. So uh, That was just going to cost entirely too much to do that. after right. To move the entire Eiffel Tower. Yes, exactly. <laughs> To yeah, so I don't know how that's going to look from the ground level, but from the Skyliner, it's going to be obvious that it's fake. But Maybe they'll still do something to make it to hide it. Doesn't look like it <laughs> from here. But but the curiosity here is how close is the attraction to opening? Is this going to be like a surprise July 15th? Hey, it's open, Ratatouille. Well, if nothing had happened, it would have been open by now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No pandemic, it would be open. But it's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside that counts. Yeah. You should know this. Right. But the inside has been probably done for a while. Uh, Who knows, though? You can't prove that. No, of course not. But the fact that the outdoor queue and everything is pretty much done is uh, interesting. I'm curious when this will open. What's really going to be the surprise is we're not going to open July 15th. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be a surprise at this point. But <laughs> anyway, so there's the castle update and Ratatouille update. So when this is all said and done, when they actually are officially open, could you see yourself maybe taking a trip just to do the new stuff if you found out it was open, like a short trip? Who are you asking? Well, I know Jason probably know, so I'm asking Adam. Well, I, per- I mean, I'm basically am if I if if the opportunity presents itself presents itself <laughs> the opportune yes. moment i specifically pushed it back for so that all four parks would be open so that i would have It'll the chance like, to go during food and wine festival and if you were waiting for the opportune moment yeah. that was it yeah anyway <laughs> so we'll see if not i'll just have to rebook for like august or september and see what happens and hope for the best <laughs> i don't know that I could see myself going back until next year. I don't think. Probably a wise choice, honestly. Yeah, and and I say this because, again, we were really only planning on doing the cruise in early December and then maybe do a resort stay before and after, that sort of thing. Maybe get in a tad bit of part-time was the original plan before all this came about because we booked this in, like, January. Yeah, things changed not long after that. But first of all, I don't really want to go with quite so many restrictions as there currently yeah. is. 
that's another thing. I just don't think it would be as fun, especially as many times as I've been. It's not like I like it would be missing anything. Does that make sense? I wouldn't be missing anything yeah. in particular. No, I get it. So, except just being there. Well, I get that, but I mean, I, I, like I was saying, I was already going maybe like one on an average of like once a year as it was. So, right. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't have changed that much. I just want to be. I want to be there. I'm with Adam. I would just go to be there if I. Yeah. But you won't. But I won't. <laughs> and just cry because you're you have a little more self restraint apparently. I know. I just really want to go, but yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I would have as much fun right now though with everything I would have to do. I just want to stand in front of the castle and cry for about 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and then turn around and go home. Well, I just want to point out, I don't, they aren't going to run the Main Street vehicles, so what are you going to do? Why even go? <laughs> are they running the rafts? Are they running the rafts? That's all you need to know, right? I think Tom Sawyer Island is open. So okay, so there you have you, it. The, you have to ride the rafts to get there. It'll be really easy to social distance on Tom Sawyer Island. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff to touch there. Unless you're in the caves <laughs> and you don't notice that other people are in there and you can't see them. So. You bump into them. Like, right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. I have to go take I, a shower now. Because I bet you if people get on Tom Sawyer Island, they're going to take their mask off because they're probably going to assume that there's nobody enforcing that. I saw something in a video that I wonder if Disney's going to do. Over at Universal, they have these little mask-free zones where you can go. Yeah. And it's almost like a smoking right. area, but instead of it being a smoking area, you can take They're your mask off for same. a second. <laughs> right. You can take your mask off to smoke. Of course, all the ones in the park at Disney are now gone, so they're all outside the park now. Yeah, but I wonder if they'll set something up like that where you can... Take, I hope a, so. take a break, a breather, if you will. <laughs> That'll be a future episode. Best places to go take your mask off in the park. Did you guys go to the Rapunzel <laughs> mask zone? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I think the uh, best spot in Magic Kingdom that comes to mind is Liberty Square, like behind the Christmas shop, because there's never anybody back there. Or Club 33. <laughs> or perhaps <laughs> the Hall of Presidents. If you can get in there. I don't even think Hall of Presidents will be open, will it? I know, I was making a it's joke. One of those shows. Yeah, I get the point, though. Well, I have just one non-Disney Disney World related thing that might be a little bit more of a thing to look forward to. And that is, okay. uh, we Sounds talked good. about last week that Hamilton's coming to Disney+. Plus. Did anybody else watch the trailer? Yes, of course. I watched the trailer and they had a clip that came out today of the first song but anyway and did you see it, that what they had to do it is going to be mildly censored did you read that i didn't read that so they're going to cut out the four letter yes words. so in or order what? to get a pg-13 rating you can only have one f-bomb and there are three uh-huh. in the full version of hamilton so two of them have been bleeped out oh but not all three so how do they choose which one makes it through yeah lin-manuel miranda <laughs> said he gave two f's about the children so that they could watch it <laughs> he literally gave oh, wow. two f's that's pretty funny i was gonna I say like if it's that. about the children i guess why didn't that just take all the f's out but anyway well, he, he picked the one that <laughs> right. he thought was the most punchy you know wow. 
I if you're given that. at least one, use it up. <laughs> right. Uh, so he got to choose which F stayed. <laughs> yep. That's really funny. So Disney Plus won't have anything R-rated? Is that their I, I think that's probably something they've not officially said but are saying, which is why they had to get to PG-13. I was going to yeah. say, they... <clears throat> that makes sense. They had a good bit of uh, language in Avatar that I had forgotten about, so... There is was there one, one F-bomb, I think, in Avatar. One, yeah. Yeah. Just like Titanic, right? There's one in Titanic? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. There's definitely one. I remember going to see Titanic with my family and leaving the theater and my mom being devastated that she, you know, allowed her child to see such a, <laughs> such a raunchy, raunchy movie. unwholesome movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, like the uh, posing nude. Well, that was a big right, part. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Of <laughs> it was a very yeah. uncomfortable moment for me to sit next. It'd be like, I don't know, a 12-year-old boy sitting next to your mom watching that scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I in a theater, yeah, that's got to be pretty awkward. Yeah, it came out in 97, right? Okay, so. Yeah, 97, yeah. Yeah, I would have been 11. Uh, was it a, was that one a summer release or a winter release? I can't remember. Summer, I think. Was I it? think. I could be wrong. For some reason, I was thinking oh, it was a winter Google release. It. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. It was a winter release, actually. December 19th, 1997. Oh, okay. But it's, of course, spilled over until next year, yeah. Yeah. So I was already 19. I see. Well, there you have it. Because you're old, John. Older. <laughs> Older. Sorry. Here's one that I did want to mention that before I forgot it. It's the Spaceship Earth refurbishment delayed. Disney confirmed that the planned refurbishment has been, quote, paused. So does that mean canceled? Or does that mean they're going to uh, resume it at some point? Um, Sounds like they're going to continue it. They they kind of sound like they're going to do it. They're going to do does something mean, to it. They, they're not going to leave that. Does that mean longer. that just when it says for now, does that mean they're just going to open with it open or are they going to keep it closed? I think it's going to be open. It is. Yeah, the, the official statement from Disney is time travelers. Take note that the iconic spaceship Earth attraction at Epcot will also continue to be available in its current state while we pause on its planned. See, that would be a temptation for me right there to, to go just to just do it one more, one time. more opportunity to yeah. see the, yeah. Even though I, it's hard to say it is, but it isn't because at least I say original. But no, it's not original. It's it's most recent version because right. it's been it's really in reality it's been changed like thirty times and over the course of its life. Not if that's a slight exaggeration. Just it's slight. Been changed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Just slight. Yeah. Yeah. So I've said goodbye to it twice, so I don't have to say goodbye to it again. <laughs> I sort of made my peace with it. You can never. You know, take too many opportunities to thank the Phoenicians. Though. That's a good point. I guess I should go thank them again. And to right. listen to Judy Dench. Yeah. Even though it's not my favorite narration. That's something I thought about. If they do keep the same spaceship Earth, how are you going to do your picture with the mask on? They're going to have like just the top of your head in the uh, little cartoon at the end. You know? <laughs> You're going to have to make something stand out with your eyes. Yeah, we used to do it with our sunglasses on, and it would, you know, cut out that part of our face, remember? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's just going to be, like, the top of your head and your eyes. I remember doing one that had 
I think I had like a camera like over my eye or something. I can't remember how I did it. I did something. It may look like I was like Terminator or something. If for some reason you made me ride Spaceship Earth, like if you made me go to the parks right now and yeah. you made me get on it, I would not touch that screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Do they wipe those screens down between every rider? I doubt. When you it. go on the ride, just bring Tell you it. some in your in your bag or whatever. Bring some latex gloves and just put some on. I'm going to bring a stylus. <laughs> you can just bring a box of latex gloves with you, and anytime it comes time to touch something, you just put the gloves on and just and throw them away and get new ones the next time you plan on touching something. At the end of it. Right. <laughs> sure. Hey, sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, it could work. We've already gone our usual time here, so maybe maybe I'll tease this for next week because we haven't talked about this yet. The... um. But maybe next week we'll talk about Splash Mountain ah. and the changes that might yeah, come. To I Splash forgot Mountain. about that. Yeah, I need some time to read even more about that. But I think Disney probably will have to do something at some point. It's, it keeps coming up, you know. Something will will happen. But we'll we'll talk about that next week. So we'll tease that. Oh for man, I want to talk about it now. Though, since you said it, oh well. Yeah. Now we have to remember <laughs> so. that we said we were going to talk about this next week. No, I Forget have a whole week it. now to. <laughs> to read about it and forget about it yeah i have a book coming tomorrow too that is disney related so i'll talk about that next week too because i'll definitely want to say a book mention it next week it's a mystery book but i bought a disney book about the parks or imagineering or something along those lines and i'm excited to Hmm. see it should be here tomorrow is it going to be autographed no you thought it would be bob gurd no it's not bob gurd because he sells everything right now. Yeah, Bob Gurr's great and all, but if I get a signed poster of the uh, guy who designed the Skyliner. Oh, okay. I'm just, and for me, I'm just not very awestruck by much anything anymore. I think Bob Gurr is great, but if you've showed me some sort of relic or something that, like a signed poster, signed something from like Mary Blair, I'd probably be more. Yeah. yeah. Or like if you found Walt's frozen head. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, that would be pretty valuable. Yeah, all the original Imagineers are kind of dying off at this point. You know, Marty Sklar's gone. I would have been cool to... Look how long it's been. Well, yeah. I mean, Bob Gurr's like the oldest, probably. Disneyland is turning 65. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. There it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll give a shout out to the Tim Tracker video that where he walked around Grand Floridian and Boardwalk and some of the resorts because he was there and stumbled on them testing the electrical water pageant. I mean, he couldn't see it, obviously. It was docked, you know, where they that's, stored it. That's the but, reason you're giving the shout-out. Yeah, I just thought that was cool. I mean, we, <laughs> we've talked, we've done several shows on the electric water pageant, so <laughs> just had to yeah, mention that. We did one not too long ago. I almost shed a tear when I heard the music. I was like, I wish I was there just to hear that. Except they're testing it even though they're not going to run it. Right, exactly. Even though it won't be open, <laughs> they're testing it. So I thought it was pretty cool how he wanted to dispel a myth regarding masks as well while he was there. Right, yeah, testing his uh, blood oxygen level, Yeah, you know, wearing it all day. That's Which a good thing. I, I don't know where that even comes from. I mean, do they really think that medical professionals would wear them as often as they do and feel like it's going to be detrimental to their health? Apparently, masks mean oppression or something, and people will come up with any reason they can to not wear them. I'm right. just, I mean, I'm just saying the health. Why do you have to come up with the health thing? 
on the one hand, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about it. You know, you could get carbon dioxide poisoning. Yeah. Uh, it would reduce your freedom. On the right. other hand, right. you might save someone's grandma from dying. Right. If you were. Or yourself. I mean, or I mean, yourself. what? But really, you're wearing a mask to save the others. So, right. you know. But it could save well, you. I'm just too. thinking, what you kind know. of mask are some of these people wearing that are, they have a fear of carbon dioxide poisoning? <laughs> I mean. If you put on like a full-on N95 mask properly and go run a marathon, you might struggle a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But these cloth masks people are wearing. You're breathing through. <laughs> right. Anyway. I think yeah. it was derailed. <laughs> Just a little bit. It was sort of Disney related. Same For some thing. reason, these vloggers are out there at the theme parks and all the comments are, why are you wearing a mask? Do you hate America or, and stuff like this? And uh, I haven't seen that. Okay. I, I, I typically stay away from the comment section. Like if we had our own YouTube channel, I probably yeah. wouldn't even read the comments. Um, You'd probably have to disable comments <laughs> for some things. Well, I don't know. Actually, I, I take that back. I probably would read them because I just don't take them that seriously. Some people just take it way too serious. I'll read whatever comments people want to make yeah. because we have like I'm just, not that many people. Yeah, I know. But I, Let's just put it that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just saying I wouldn't take it too seriously. That's just that's it. Uh, people, right. I've if, if you haven't figured it out, people are much braver uh, yeah, on social media than they are in real life. Of course. I might postulate, I might make a small postulation that we we may have met a significant portion of our listener base in person. <laughs> There's a very good possibility. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, on that high note. <laughs> why don't we exit? We've met a lot of people. Yeah. So. All right. So I think that wraps up everything for this week. Nice and neatly. If you would like to find us on those outlets we were just talking about, you know, we were talking about social media. We have a Facebook page. Of course, we have Twitter, of course, and we have Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. And we do have a Spreadshirt store in which we were talking about masks. You can actually get a mask that has Traveling with a Mouse on it. You can get it in black writing, red writing, or rainbow writing currently. And you can find that at shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we have a website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com, and our email address is podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. We have a Patreon page as well, and that is patreon.com slash TWTM podcast. So for Adam, Jason, my name is John. This has been Traveling with a Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. After your quarantine for 14 days. I, I, I quarantine for 14 days after I get home from the grocery store. <laughs>